What's going on, guys? It's your girl, Stella Star here with the What About Us podcast. Today is a special day. I have someone that means a lot to not just me, but my entire family. Today we have Coach Jude. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? What's up? What's up, everybody? Thank you so much, Jude, for being here. You know, when I say that you mean a lot to me and my family, I really mean that. And we'll discuss that. But before we get into that, let everyone know who you are. What do you do? Um, name is Jude Monastime. Uh, I'm a physical education teacher, but also an owner of uh, the owner of uh, Harlem League Football. It's an NFL flag football league in Harlem that's open to all the five boroughs, uh, ages seven to seventeen year old uh, boys and girls. Um, I'm a husband. I'm a father. I love to cook, and I love to see kids play football pretty much. You love to cook? See, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Listen, I'm I'm making some shrimp tacos, you know, to, uh, for later what? on for dinner. What? <laughs> I'm going to ask your yeah. wife when I see her. <laughs> Got you. I'm going to ask her about that. But how Got we you. met, Jude and I, um, I actually, you know, I've always had um, this urge to have my nephew shout out to Junior, um, be a part of some type of league. I've always saw him being an athlete, but he was always like timid and afraid. And I said, you know what? I'm going to push him because I see something special in my nephew. And it's not because he's my nephew. And I just started searching and then I found Harlem Elite. And I was like, oh, okay. Sounds interesting. NFL. Okay. I reached out and it couldn't have been any better because not only is he uh, Junior's coach, but he's also like a mentor to Junior. Junior really looks up to you. I don't know if he's communicated this to you, but he talks about that all the time with us. He expresses how much you mean to him. And, you know, my, my nephew is autistic, so what I like about Harlem Elite is that not only do they cater not just to, to males, but to females, but there's no discrimination. It don't matter what color you are, what race, what background, if you're good, if you're not, everyone's the same. If you're autistic, if you're not. And that has really touched our family because you've never counted Junior out. So talk to me about that. Is I don't I'm not sure if Junior's the only autistic um person in your in your league. Um and if not, how do you deal with, you know, certain children with autism and family? Well, you know? Well, um, I believe we have a few more, but like you said earlier, um, we don't care. We just want to give the child the experience. Uh, uh, too many times in life, uh, we we stop kids from doing things because we're afraid all oh, because they can't do this or they can't do that. But well, people don't realize kids will sh- kids will amaze you more than adults and show you that they can. And if you go on social media, you'll see kids doing things that two-handed people are able to do, uh, two-legged people, uh, people who, uh, who are not autistic. So, so we don't care. We just want the child just to get the best experience and have fun and not be seen as a child with something. We want them to be like, I'm a kid, I'm having fun, and that's all that matters. So when the kids come in, and that's why, you know, when I talk to parents, you know, they say, well, my child is not really experienced. Who cares? We're going to help your child get experienced. They have to do it. You won't know that the child is experienced unless they do it. So, you know, and, and with those families, you know, 
or we welcomed them. And, you know, with the coaches, I talk to the coaches and I, I tell them, listen, just use them the best way. You know, if you see that they can't catch, make them a runner. If they can't uh, run, you know, I'll make them a hiker. So we find where we can put them in. And in Junior's case, he started blossoming uh, his second season. And we were like, oh, my gosh. Because so we started him out as a linebacker. So his only task was go get the flag. And lo and behold, he was one of the best flaggers in the league that season. So it's like, yeah, you know, we just put them in the right place and just let them have fun at the end of the day. That's it. Yep. Thank you for that. Yeah, I agree with you. That's one thing that I noticed. And what I love about you, too, is that even if your children are playing, it doesn't matter if you're Jude's child or not. If you have to be out, you, you're you out of the game. Like, you, yes. you're fair in, in that sense, and I really appreciate that. I also love that it's a family thing because I like to see your wife participating and always supporting you. I think that's awesome as well. I mean, we love Coach Jude, and we love you for a reason because – like I said, you don't discriminate. You always, you're always very attentive, and you always pay attention to a child's needs. If you see something going on with the child, you push them to the side. You speak to them separately or the parents, and that's something we appreciate as well. Last season, Junior won an award. Can you elaborate on that award and why you know you decided to do that? Um, I believe Junior got the Sportsmanship Award. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he got, so that award was new because um, we don't want to just reward players who, who have the best stats because we have kids who are amazing, like who are beasts. First of all, all our kids are amazing. Yeah. But yeah. we wanted to honor the kids who, who's like, you know, even they, they may have not scored all the touchdowns or got all the flags or, you know, did all the great things, like, but they show team spirit, like, even in win or lose situations, they were kind, even when the team was down, they weren't upset or angry, like, they, uh, they, they, they were the, uh, positive, uh, part of the team, and what a lot of people don't realize in, in sports, you need to have that person that shows uh, the character, and, and, uh, at, uh, Harlem Elite, we're really trying to get the kids to understand, um, people don't remember you for your stats and stuff like that. People remember you for what you left on the field because mm. I played football the majority of my life. I wasn't the biggest. I wasn't the fastest. But after every game, people came up to me like, yo, good job, man. Yo, you balled out. You did this. You did that. Thank you. Or like, yo, you showed mad love. So a junior won that award because he just showed love every time. And when his teammates did something good, he cheered him on. When he did something good, the whole league cheered him on. So it's like, yeah. so, and he just showed what sportsmanship is. It's not, oh, look at me. It's, hey, everybody else matters, team, or even if you're not on the team. So that's why we decided to give it to Junior, which was the best thing ever. So he was the first to win that award. I didn't know that. Yeah, so, so, so we hey. started it. So we started uh, last year. It's called the Sean James Award because uh, we have a um, a ex NFL player that's a part of the league now. You know that wants to do things with the league. So we yeah, picked shout um, out to Sean James. Yeah, thank you. Um, we picked uh, um, eight kids from uh, each team, and the Saints chose Junior to represent the Saints. So yeah, so so yes, oh, he was wow. the first. 
along with the other seven uh, to be the first year, you know, time of uh, the sportsmanship award. Also, oh, that is a team thing. So the team. Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. So what we like to do is uh, uh, have awards for each team because not everybody's going to be uh, the league MVP. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be the uh, offensive player. So we want to show kids it's just not offense, defense. There's other parts to this. So that's why he's like, you know, Junior was one of the kids that won the uh, Sportsmanship Award. And let me tell you, first of all, thank you for that. And thank you for for even thinking about having something like that. And it's Mm -hmm. it makes so much sense. And thank you to Sean James. Um, And I think Junior represented that award a thousand percent because based on what you say, number one and two, he has changed. Let me tell you something dude he has changed <laughs> drastically yeah it's to another level like it makes me want to cry because i see such a, a, a huge change in him in his demeanor and even academically even mm-hmm. academically him being a part of harlem elite with coach jude that has benefited him a thousand percent and i'm so happy that he's a part of your team and i see a lot of amazing things going on for junior, especially when he, you know, finishes high school, I know you're gonna help him in so many, so many different ways. So you know, thank yeah. you and shout out to you and your family for that. Now you said you were a, a football player, which I assumed so because I, I watched you. I see how you throw the ball, how you catch it. So walk me through um your football career. Like when did you start? What team? Uh, so I started liking football at the age of seven years old um wow i was actually a basketball player growing up first i i was on my school a basketball team and one day i was just watching tv i was watching a football game and i was just like the thought about that i can run into somebody full speed and not get in trouble and i get rewarded for (laughs) okay i was like literally uh football is legalized violence i was like all right my my first year playing football i think i was honestly like 10 like eight or nine i I was horrible i was i was garbage um i actually got hurt in practice and i had to miss half of the season and it just made me so angry because i was like man i really want to do this so literally during the whole time during the off season i again i'm a young boy nobody told me I would, I would train, I would go running and stuff like that, do push-ups. And then actually in the backyard of my house, um, I, there was this big tree. So I used to put on my shoulder pads and my helmet and I would get in my in my stance and I would start hitting the tree. Hindsight, people wow. like, you're crazy. But, wow. but it made me tougher. So the following year when I played, I became the starting fullback and I had, uh, and I won uh, the league uh, MVP and I was one of the best players of, nice. of the league. So it was, you know, just that hard work and that that tree was my best friend. Cause you know, in football, you gotta be able to take that contact all the time. So it just helped mm-hmm. me. And then um, I just kept playing and um, I wanted to play for a high school, but you know, uh, growing up in New York city, a single parent uh, household, you know, 
Yeah. You know, uh, my mom didn't have the money, you know, to send me to that school that had football. So I just kept playing um, outside football. Uh, oh. uh, got good, started playing more, started training on my own, watching videos or, you know, uh, just getting tips from people, you know, how to make myself better. Uh, my brother Keenan was always telling me he lived because he actually played tackle football for his school. So it was oh. so like, so he would give me all the, uh, all the small tips and stuff to do. I went to college. Uh, I tried out, I made the walk-on team, but um, my SAT scores weren't the best, so I wasn't able to play. So then I decided uh, uh, one day a coach uh, down south, he saw me, he was like, hey, uh, you look like you play ball. I was like, yeah, I do. He was like, you want to try out for my semi-pro team? I was like, okay, bet. So uh, I was playing semi-pro football in Lynchburg, Virginia. And then uh, in 2008, I moved back home to New York and I started playing, uh, playing football for uh, the Bronx Spartans. Played my oh. position of uh, uh, fullback. Then they got moved to uh, outside linebacker. And in the same year with the new position, I actually made the all-star team. So, you know, uh, football has been something part of my life. So, and, you know, at a certain part of it, you know, I realized the NFL wasn't going to be my, you know, it wasn't going to be there for me. So, you know, I stopped playing and just focused on, on more things. So yeah. my football career, it, even though I, I didn't go to where I wanted to be, it was still great. I wouldn't trade it in for nothing. And actually, I feel like now it's kind of come back full circle because mm -hmm. I started this NFL flag football league and I get to see these kids running in these NFL logo jerseys. And I know one day i'm i'm gonna see some of my kids on tv yep again drafted by the nfl and i'm be like wow like I so did that. now I with that, yeah. now yeah like now i'm gonna be like i made it to the nfl because and again i tell some of my kids right now listen when you make it to the nfl i don't want no money from you just give me a signed helmet and a jersey <laughs> and tickets i'm good so you know and some tickets right <laughs> yeah and they'd be like, coach, I got you. So, you know, for me, having kids who never played football, or who didn't get a chance, go through Harlem League football and make it to football teams and stuff like that and actually go pro, I'm like, yeah, I made it. I made yeah. it because I'm like, my kid there. I made exactly. it. So, yeah. Yeah. And and I agree with that. I do. And I'm glad that you see it in that in that light because you should feel that way because you did make it. Not only are you helping these kids and helping pave their way, but you're doing something for the community. You mm -hmm. know, during the pandemic, it was really tough. You know, it was really tough on my nephew. He was really upset and sad to not be able to play. And you did something special during the pandemic. You did like some training with them. Like some, oh, some yeah. physical training. Uh, One day yeah. I, I, I go into the room and I see Junior like squatting and boom, burpees. I started laughing. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, shh. I'm, I'm coaching with Jude. I'm playing with Jude. I'm, I'm training, I mean. He said, I'm training with Jude. And I was like, wow. I thought that was dope. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. so dope that you did that. Yeah, because as a teacher, well, I already knew it. Um, COVID hurt bad. But I always tell people that one of the, pe one of the groups of people that suffered the most was kids because they got their school cut short. What yep. people don't realize, kids spend more time in school than they spend at home with their parents. And there's some kids who school is a safe net away from home. 
So it's like now you're stuck to be with your parents every day, yep. single day. Some of those kids, unfortunately, don't like their parents because their parents mm -hmm. don't do what they're supposed to do. They miss their friends and they miss their teachers. And, and people don't realize how important, like, and I'm not just saying because I'm a teacher now, but I've always felt that way. Teachers should be the highest paid people in, in America because they, they have pretty much, we're raising other people's kids. Because mm -hmm. if you think about it, a child is in school eight hours a day. When they yeah. go home, it's only about for four or five hours. And then they get up and go back to school. And even during the summertime, it doesn't amount to the same amount of time that a teacher is raising a child. So mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? Listen, these kids, first of all, I needed something to do because I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, I was bugging. I was like, man, I got to do something. I was like, you know what? It hurt to cancel the seasons, but I was like, I'm not going to get nobody sick or nothing. But then exactly. when I realized when we were able to come out, I was like, you know what? These kids are going to be so out of shape. So at least let's get them in shape, even though it's at home. And then, you know, they get to see my face. They get to see all the all the other coaches face or, or their friends that they play with. So it was like, hey, what's up? So then it worked out. And now. We're going to have more off-season trainings. Uh, we actually had it before uh, the season started. Some of the kids were going outside with the coaches and started training in small little groups. Nice. So, yeah, so that's why we came up with it because, one, I needed it. And then, two, you know, the kids definitely needed something different than staring at TV or Instagram or stuff like that or their mom and their dad or their grandmother, whoever. You know, so that's why we did that. And I thought it, I thought it was a dope idea. It definitely made Junior feel better because he was able to see some of his teammates and, of course, you, and he had something to do other than playing games on one of his consoles or watching TV or, you know, staring at us, <laughs> you know? So I thought that was dope. And I like that you're very intricate with, you know, like your ideas and the things that you do with the, with the kids. Now, you told me something very interesting today, which I was very surprised. And disappointed. Well, no offense to the Seahawks, but what happened to Big Blue? What happened <laughs> to the Giants? I'm Big Blue all day. This might the look only, purple, but it's really blue. <laughs> the light. <laughs> the, listen, the only times I've been a Giants fan is when they beat the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl. I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stand the Patriots. Oh, no, um, I've been a Seahawks fan since forever. Like the Steve Largent days, you know, even before... The Legion of Boom, even before we got good and everything like that. I just always, I just, I just always liked them. But I love football in general. Okay. So, but and like out the thing is, I watch every team. You know how some people are like, I'm just only watching Giants games. Yeah. No, I have NFL red zone. I'm watching every You're game. Watching. Like <laughs> so yeah, so but um You're I'm true a to the game. yeah, yeah. Because again, you know, I've played it. I've coached it and now I'm watching it. So like, that's why I'm able to teach a young lady, like my daughter, she loves playing football. So like, because She's I good. played it yeah, and, and, and I tell people, you know, you know, when you play it, then you watch, you become a coach, you, you see different things. So I'm able to, to take a girl who's never, ever thrown a football in her life. Give me about a week and a half. She will know how to throw that rock. Or a boy who doesn't know how to, like, give me a week yeah. and a half. And, like, and I've, even though I've played running back, fullback, and linebacker, 
Oh, and I and I actually played center too. I'm able to teach. I, I'm I'm able to teach all the positions on the field because I played it, and then I've coached it, and then I see it all the time. So now I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah, for me, is this? I just love watching it. Seahawks is my team, but if the Seahawks are not playing, I'll watch. I watch a Patriot game as much as I don't like them. I watch a Giants game, Jets. I watch any team as long as it's football. Yes, definitely. And you know what's another thing about Harlem Elite that I love? We all support each other. So even if your kid is sitting down or on the side, but my nephew's playing, everybody's rooting for Junior, and we're rooting for your children, and you're mm. rooting for everyone's children. Mm. We're rooting for your kids as well. Like, And, you know, when I first saw the females, I felt like this sense of pride, even though it was very little, which... I understand, you know, not every female wants to play football, but I felt a sense of pride and like it made me so emotional to watch your daughter play. I never told you this, but I actually yeah. cried. The first time I saw her playing, yeah, because, you know, that's a big deal. And I feel like us women, us females in general, we've come a long way. I mean, we went, let's let's be, be real, us women, we didn't even have a, a right to vote, mm-hmm. let alone play football. You know, amongst other boys, other males. So it was so amazing to watch, especially us minorities and watch, you know, them playing. Like, it was beautiful. And I, I really commend you for being that way because you could be, you know, an a-hole and be like, no, no offense. But you could be like that. There has been coaches that mm-hmm. tell females, I'm sure, many. I, I don't know them personally, but we've seen all these cases before. So yeah. you could be that way and just discriminate and not and tell a female or their parent, oh, next time, we don't have space. But you don't do that. You encourage truth, it. Truth be told, I'm more excited and gung-ho about girls' league than the boys. I love all the kids. The, so, huh? I love all the kids that play, boys, girls, whatever. But I believe when you see women play sports, it's the naturalist form. There's no showboating. There's no, oh, look at me. It's the purest and nat- naturalist. Like uh, during March Madness, me and my wife and my daughter were having basketball. And again, I'll tell you right now, basketball, I'm not a fan of. I only watch NBA when it comes to the finals. That's it. Okay. I don't watch no season, so I, I don't. People are like, yeah, you watch the game? No, no. Oh, wow. But watching March Madness, watching the and again, I didn't even watch the boys' games, but watching the girls' March Madness, I was like, oh, oh, oh. Like, I'm going crazy. I'm like, oh, like I remember one night the game wasn't over till like twelve o'clock in the morning, one o'clock. I was like, yo, wow. And again, but you know, with boys, it's uh, 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 it's all this dancing. Look at me, I'm better than you, girls. It's like, yo. Let's just play. So mm. for me, girls, it's like, yo, I love it. I, I love watching the girls play. That's why this year, um, well, we're coming back out. At, uh, sorry, uh, July 25th. It's going to be draft day for the girls. And, like, I want the girls to be as big or bigger than the boys tournament. Like, I'm, yes. like, I'm, pushing, I'm pushing so hard um, because – they need to see how great the girls are. And it's not even just for my daughter. It's just like, I want to see everybody else's daughter play. And then realize, like, oh my God, I'm good at this. Like, yeah, girl, yeah. who are you? You're dope, yeah. Well, yeah, y'all so- listening, any female <laughs> football players out there, uh, holla at Har- uh, Harlem Elite Coach Jude. I, I think that's that's amazing that you're drafting for females on July 25th. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be on the I'm lookout still- for you. Oh, yes. Listen, listen. Um, I'll definitely... uh. 
send uh, the flyer to you. And um, you yes, know, if you please. have any friends or nobody that has young ladies ages seven to seventeen that want to play, is yeah. Uh, oh man. So boys, I love y'all. <laughs> I we love y'all. We but, love y'all. Just just watching the girls play is just like this is what it's about. Like this is this is really good. And it makes sense. It makes sense what you said. Now I I didn't see it that way until you're saying it now, and it's true. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's, always like it, to boast. <laughs> yeah, it's the purest form. It's it's fundamentally sound. When you watch girls basketball, it's fundamentally sound. There's no, it's they play clean, and that's why it's sad because people are like, oh, we don't watch the W uh, NBA game because it's not exciting, it's not fast paced, it's boring. No, because y'all really just want to look at the the high dunks. No, like. Like the NBA, like right now, not, nothing gets Steph Curry. He made 300, 300 threes in the season. The season's not even over. Wow. It's like, oh, wow. that's great. Congratulations. But like when you see the girls play, it's it's literally heart and soul. Not taking anything away from the boys, but it's literally fundamentals, heart, soul, and proving that, yo, we belong and we can do this just as good or as better than you can. Because listen- yep. My wife plays basketball. She, she, listen, she's good. Really? And like when she plays, I'll be like, yeah, babe. Like, I'm, I'm excited. So. That's right. I want you to do an adult game. I'm, well, I'm ready to tackle no, people. No. Ah, oh, let's we, go. So we did it two years ago. Really? But then, yeah, uh, we had our coaches versus parents flag football game. Oh, and, wow. And, uh. It was a fundraiser, and the pet, the coaches won, but it was great. And best part about the game was my wife played, and she caught the ball. Yep, Woo! she they threw her the ball. She jumped and turned. Everyone was like, "Oh, oh and ran, wow!" It was like I sat there. I was like, "That's it. Game over. Game over." <laughs> game I over. was like, "It was so good." So that's awesome. Covid happening, everything. Like I want to do it again. I'm actually going to try to figure out a day sometime during the summer just to have a parents versus coaches game because it was amazing. And then the kids got to see their parents like, oh, snap, look at dad. Yep. Look at mom, you know. And root us on. Just, I want to be a part huh? of that, even though I have a bad bag, but. <laughs> listen, you could be the hike or, or the blizzard. Just go run and go get Listen, listen. You exactly. find your position and you good money. That's it. Oh, I could run. Now. Yeah, there you go. Let make sure you let me know about that because I definitely want to be a part I of that. You. I got you. I sure will. I do want to ask you some questions. I want to check your Seahawk. Uh, how good do you know the Seahawks? Since you like the Seahawks so much, <sighs> so um, you ready? I'm like I half and questions. half. I'm half and half. Let's see. Let's see. All right. <laughs> I have the that. first question. What year did the Seattle Seahawks join the NFL? Oh my gosh. Nine, <laughs> All right, no. I'll give you four options. 2002, 95, 76, or 68? 1976. Let me see. Hey, you got it. Yes. <laughs> you got I knew it was going to something. <laughs> okay, next question. Who coached the Seahawks to their first? postseason appearance four options jack patera pete carroll mike holmgren i hope i'm saying it right or chuck knox p 
Pete Carroll because he was there when with Sean Alexander and when they lost to the Steelers. He helped him get to the postseason first. Okay, let me see. Uh-uh. Uh, Pete Carroll. Um, guess I, I don't know. It's either okay. Jack Patera, Mike Holmgren, or Chuck Knox. You know what? I, I can't remember that because I remember. Uh, yeah, I can't remember that one. That's it. Mm-hmm. I, it doesn't tell you the answers, so we have to guess it together. So, Mike Holmgren. Who, wait, who are the other options again? It's Jack Patera, Mike Holmgren, or Chuck Knox. Patera. I, I, I don't know. Patera. Patera, let's try that. Nope. Let's try Mike. It was Chuck no. Knox. <laughs> Chuck Knox. Oh, I have no man. clue who he is. Sorry, Chuck. <laughs> well, let's I try one. Let's... In my head, but I kept, I kept second guessing myself. Listen, I hate test taking. I promise you. <laughs> well, let's do two yeah. more. Who was the first Seahawks to win the NFL's MVP award? You should know this. Now, oh, the I'm first give you the one? option. Yeah, the first Seahawk to win the NFL's MVP award. The options are Sean Alexander. Richard Sherman, Russell Wilson, or Steve Lar- Largent? Largent. Come on, that's Steve Largent. That was the Steve- greatest Seahawk ever. Really? I have no yeah. idea who he is. Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's see. It was no. Russell Wilson because he's been trying to win MVP for the longest. Oh, Wait, sorry. Maybe he wasn't the first. Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander? Yes, <laughs> you're right. Oh, shoot. Sean Alexander is okay. Now, let's do one more. In what round of the NFL draft was cornerback Richard Sherman drafted? Third, seventh, fifth, or first? Oh, my gosh. He was a late-round pick. Oh, my gosh. He was a late-round pick because Russell Wilson was third round. I think Richard Sherman was seventh round. I think I'm seventh. It's either seven or five, but go with seven. Let's go with five. You're right See, I told you about the second guess yourself. <laughs> See, oh god, it's okay. <laughs> you got this. Now, all right, two more, and that's it. Which all player right. holds the team record for longest kick return? Is it Steve Brozard, Nate Burleson, Tyler Lockett, or Leon Washington? I'm second guessing myself, Tyler Lockett. I'm second guessing myself. Oh, you got oh. it. You got it. Woo! The reason why I remember, because I remember, I think it was last season, the season before, like, he busted out the longest keeper. So I was, so that's why I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, man. So, um, who did the Seahawks defeat to win their first Super Bowl? Oh, my gosh. Denver Broncos. Goes like 50 to 8. Broncos? Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, yes, you're in the lead. You're in the lead. And then we should have won the following one. Oh, so mad about that. We should have won the following one. I can imagine how pissed you were. All right, let's do one more. You ready? Yeah, oh, God. What player (laughs) did the Seahawks acquire from the Houston Oilers in 1976 for an eighth-round draft pick? What player did the Seahawks acquire from the Houston Oilers in 76 for an eighth-round draft pick? 
You want the options? Yeah, because I don't know the Santa Taylor. <laughs> All right. Was it Cortez Kennedy? Was it Walter Jones, Steve Largent, or Kenny Easley? Oh, Easley. Easley? Okay. No. Oh. I wish 19... I knew. In 1977. Yeah. 1976. Steve Largent played in the 80s. Oh, okay. So that was So it's between Cortez Kennedy or Walter Jones. Let's go with Walter Jones. Oh, it was Steve Largent. <laughs> Are, you oh sure? My God. Are you sure he was Seahawks fan? I'm just kidding. I'll no, bet you if I, I ask you stuff from the Giants, you know all of them. <laughs> listen, I need to get this tattoo off my arm then. Oh my God. <laughs> I need to get this I'm tattoo sorry. Off my arm. Well, you know what? I'm going to ask you three questions about the Giants because I love the Giants. So, no. I wanna know. <laughs> so you're one of you're the, my favorite coach, my favorite football coach in the tri-state area. So I'm going to ask you this. Which coach led the Giants to the most victorious uh, victory, excuse me, to the most victories during the 20th century. There's no Tom options Coughlin. here. Tom Coughlin. Nope. No? Oh, so wait. Was it Par Bill Parcells? You almost wait. said it, I think. It's not Tom Coughlin because no. they won two Super Bowls on the top. So it had to be Bill Parcells. Nope. Because he... Oh, yeah, I ain't no giant fan. I don't know. <laughs> Which coach led the Giants to the most victories in the 20th century? You ready for the answer? It better not be, be, be not Bill Belichick. Go ahead. Who is it? Steve Owen. Steve Owen. It says, uh, Owen reached the Giants from 1931 to 1953 53, and totaled 153 wins. Uh, oh, but you were right. Check this out. Parcells was second with 85. So you were... Uh, so you see yeah, because I was like, wait a minute. And then and then I remember under Tom Coughlin, they won two Super Bowls. Yeah. So I was like, huh? oh, okay. I and I'm going to ask you one more. The New York Giants franchise began in the NFL in 1925. What was their team name? <laughs> oh, the New Jersey Giants. Weren't people going to the New Jersey Giants at one point? It was so weird. Because, 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 yeah, because yeah, we have two New York teams, but they both play in Jersey. It says the other name never existed in the NFL. The Giants started it all off with losing their first three games in 1925, then shutting out their opponents in their next four games. They finished 8-4 to four in their first season, coached by Bob Falwell. The team was led by running back Jack Wimper, who led the team in scoring in New Jersey. So you got a point there. You got a yeah, point there. Yeah, I was there. like, wait, because I remember doing this, something like the New Jersey Giants, and I was like, but they, huh. and then they changed to New York Giants. I was like, but they're in Jersey. It don't make sense. Well, it just shows that you know more about the Seahawks than the Giants, boo. But it's okay. <laughs> I, I still I still got love for the Seahawks. It's okay. But I must say, you definitely know your stuff. And um, I have to have you back. Next time, I'm, I'm going to make sure I have some Harlem Elite apparel. Don't worry. A nice, a nice shirt or something. But before we wrap this up, let people know where to find you, where to go if they want to, you know, have their kids attend Harlem Elite. Cool. All right. So if you guys have time, head to HarlemElite.com. That's H-A-R-L-E-M-E-L-I-T-E.com. 
And on social media, uh, Instagram and Facebook is Harlem Elite Football. Uh, we post pretty much every week. Um, uh, the kids are always welcome. We are doing seasons in parts. We do all, all boys, all girls. And we, we did have the co-ed season, but we're going to switch it up and we're going to do tiny elites. That's four to six-year-olds playing. So stay tuned for that one. What? But yeah. Yeah. Yes, I was waiting for that. Oh, I'm putting my yeah. son in. He's, he's going to be four in June. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Got him right there. Yeah, because yeah, we want to start him young. But um, yes. again, uh, uh, please follow us on uh, at uh, Harlem Elite Football on Instagram. Please share us. Let people know about us because um, even though we're from Harlem, you know, we need people to know that we are, we are the best. We are you the are. best, because, you know, uh, you know, uh, we're just starting, but I know that our kids are going to get uh, the recognition that they do deserve. And again, just head to uh, HarlemElite.com and every, and all the information is there. Yes, thank you. And he said it best, and you heard it here first. Harlem Elite is the best, and I vouch for that. Harlem Elite is the best because they're coached by Coach Jude. So make sure you follow the page. I'm also going to put it in my YouTube, and I'm going to put the website. It was a pleasure having you. It was fun. I wish it could have lasted longer, but I know you got, uh, you know, things to do. So, uh, please again, one thing. yes, of course. Uh, I just want to shout out to all the coaches that's there, Mays, Ray, Jonathan, Omar, yes. Baker, Anthony, uh, uh, the other Anthony, all the past coaches, uh, Coach Kennedy, Coach Pedro, um, my wife, my daughter, and just pretty much the whole community. Uh, yeah. This is happening because of you guys, you know, so again, I just want to acknowledge you guys and just say thank you. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the coaches. And the kids, keep doing your thing. You're being um, taught by the greatest coaches in the greatest <laughs> league, Harlem Elite. You already Thank know. You so Thank you so much. It is me, Estella Star, your girl here with What About Us with Coach Jude. I hope everyone has a fantastic day. Peace, y'all.